0: Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email, hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at 2Titans underscore Hunter. Now, on with the show. So welcome to the show, everybody. At the moment, it's just parody and I, because we're doing this really, really early on Monday morning. So we've had a chance to play some trials, so we can feed back to you a little bit of information on how it's all going. We've also had a chance to look at some extra videos that the YouTubers have put out on how to succeed in trials and a few tips and tricks with that, and a few other extra things that normally would be then included in next week's show, because there's so much content. I thought if we leave it till the last minute, we might be able to get a few more things for you. So, as I said, parody and I are here. Sleepy boy is probably still asleep. We we did tell him that we were recording at this time in the morning. It's seven o'clock for parody, and respawn, but they um, respawn forgot to set his alarm then.
1: Yeah, we we told him he knew, or at least he he responded okay. So we're assuming that's you know an agreement of <laughs> yes, being a brilliant trying to talk about destiny.
0: Yeah, don't be too surprised when some random interruption happens halfway through the podcast. He goes, "We're recording now. I thought it was tomorrow at such and such time." So just be warned. So, kicking us off, next week in Destiny, Zavala wants to send a message to the Cabal, and he will need our help to retrieve a weapon from the Vanguard Vault. We also have to continue to upgrade the EDZ Seraph Bunkers to unlock additional rewards. And Team Scorched and Countdown return to the Crucible. Yeah. So, kicking us off for in spoiler territory, so here is your warning now. If you don't want to know anything about the forthcoming exotic quest that we're going to be going on i thought it might be handy if you know all the steps up front so we're going to go through them but this is the last warning three two one that's it the fourth horseman is going to be our exotic quest this week kicking off on tuesday at reset so the steps are as follows we have to enter the vault apparently there is a secret vault in zavala's office and we have to gain access to the vault through this secret pathway Zavala will call on Guardians to enter his office and find a secret pathway through the tower. And it's very reminiscent of the Leviathan's Breath Quest that Banshee sent us on a couple of seasons back. you remember that? We had to go and find this really weird hole somewhere and jump up in it and and it took you somewhere. And of course, people have found ways into the office and we'll get to that in a minute. Missing in action. So you have to return to Zavala and inform him that the weapon is missing from the vault. I honestly don't understand... Where these miss- missing weapons are going, you know it's not like a cabal could sneak in into the, these tight little corridors that we have to jump in, in and out of to get to these weapons. So, if they've stolen it, I'm not going to be happy. Let's read on. So, fresh lead. We have to see if Anna has some tech to help us track the missing weapon. So, from Zavala, we'll have to go and see Anna Bray on Mars. Players should fly to Hellas Basin on Mars and proceed to go and talk to Anna Bray. On the hunt. So, this is step four. Collect intel for Anna by defeating Cabal or completing public events on Mars. Uh, Anna gives the players the mission to defeat Cabal or complete public events. And players will need to collect 1,000 pieces of intel from Cabal or public events to progress to the next step. We then have to return to Anna and tell her what we've discovered. So step 6, because that was step 5 returning, is in the shadows. Anna will need you to bring some of the information from Callus's double agents in the Reg Legion. So we have to defeat Scions and loot Cabal Chests to gather it. So players will stay on Mars as they need to defeat Scions and open Cabal Chests. You need to collect 50 pieces of data. And the best tip for this is if you do the Madim Subterrain Lost Sector in the Glacial Drift on Mars. So if you fly into that area, you should keep an eye out for Cabal Chests that are just dotted around just there. Or equip one of those ghosts with a Treasure Hunter perk on it to detect them. And as you progress up to the right around where the Lost Sector is, uh, there might be a couple of chests up around that way. There's lots of scions in that Lost Sector that you could farm. So it's a good spot to do that. So number seven, under our nose. Now that you've gathered the intel from the Callus agents, see if Benedict 9940 can be persuaded to help. So from Mars, we need to fly to the tower, specifically the annex location landing zone, and talk to Benedict, who's hiding uh, on the left hand side as you fly in drifters on the right dirty work so benedict needs you to eliminate the encryption signal coming from the edc so we have to defeat combatants complete public events and complete patrols and this again will require a thousand items to be collected but this time they are encrypted signals that will come from getting kills in the edc Uh, we're not sure if the serif towers will count towards the public events but also there might be a chance of completing heroic public events could grant increased items don't know at the moment Step nine, rein it in. Return to Benedict 99.40. So back into the annex again we go. Step 10, lost and found. Benedict has given you the location of the missing weapon in exchange for using the Cabal Slayer to smash the Red Legion. So finally, players will need to clear out the legendary lost sector called the Quarry in the Sunken Isle on the EDZ. And with that, players will receive the fourth Horseman. (laughs) Jarve has a video of how to get into the fourth horseman office for Zavala or a location where it will actually be. And then he goes through the steps in his video. I will link that in the show notes.
1: And then you'll have yet another gun from Destiny 1 back.
0: Yeah. One that you can, as we said, in the last, I think it was last week, wasn't it? Where a lot of these bosses are now being, uh, you'll be able to kind of deal with them up front and quite personal with swords and shotguns and sidearms and all these close-range weapons now being brought back into line that you could actually deal close damage without being stomped away. I mean, there's still bosses that can stomp you away, but 4th Horseman should help.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that how that fits into the into the new world, the less stompy world, hopefully, of Destiny. Although, again, you know, there's so much stompy stuff still there. It's yeah. going to be on new
0: content, but not so much on the old content. But, uh, you yeah, we'll get there one day. It's nice to have you know like we we've always said it's nice to have something new to do each week and i've seen a lot of negative stuff on twitter and reddit and we're not going to talk about that because we're here to enjoy the game and tell people what how good it is and what you can do to enhance your enjoyment precisely
1: like talk about all the new things they changed and patched and moved around since uh since they teased our show notes from our our patch notes from last week
0: yeah so should we run through the update 2.8.0 these will be the items that weren't included in past this week at bungies because there's no point in reading just a list of all the changes that we've kind of gone over and we've talked about it's just probably better if we go over the things that we haven't mentioned there's still quite a lot of those too there is unfortunately so we kick it off with Titans. So Striker, Fist of Havoc, Super. They've increased the cost of the light attack from 11.5% to 12.5%. Bottom tree increased from 3 to 4.5. And they've reduced the cost of the heavy attack from 25% to 21%. Code of the Juggernaut, Frontal Assault. So they've reduced the duration from 15 seconds to 12. Though no longer increases weapon equip stability. Oh, sorry. No longer equips weapon, equip speed. Weapon stability bonus decreased from 75 to 44. Don't know how that's going to play out, but we'll see. Code of the missile. So this is the middle tree with the, the ballistic slam. They've increased the knockback significantly. Now procs inertia override on hit. So that's where if you slide over ammo, I'm guessing that's that's the one, isn't it? The inertia override. I believe so. Yeah, I was trying to make notes on this too. The inertia override is when you slide over ammo. I think it doesn't that um, increase the damage on your next shot. I believe. Yeah, proxy inertia override. Uh, on that.
1: Yeah, you pick up ammo during a slide reload, your equipped weapon, and increases the weapon damage for a short time.
0: Yeah. So sliding titans everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So a bonus damage versus low tier. So the PVE combatants is reduced by twenty percent. So. Unfortunately, something's got to take a little bit of a hit. With the Inertia Override, they've added a 0.5 seconds activation delay. Note, this change was made to allow the Titans to make the most of its duration. Uh, The Ability Indicator now displays time remaining. Thundercrash increased the damage resistance while in super from 49% to 53%. Made flight speed more consistent. Increased the destination damage from 3,200 to 3,900 impact conversion reduce the super energy gain per hit from four percent to three percent so i think this is when you do your your little ballistic slams you uh, jump in there and punch down to the ground is the impact conversion so you, that would get you the super energy every time you you got a melee kill with that so that's been reduced interesting
1: so they've you yeah, know they've taken that away a little bit and made the the super itself again hopefully hit a little bit harder because I, I was playing with it a little bit the other day just in the EDZ just running around doing bounties and it still it I don't know it still just doesn't feel like a powerful super like it's obviously powerful it'll do some damage but I don't know it just it still doesn't feel like the thing you want to use if you're trying to bring bring anything down with a lot of hit points but <laughs> well oh, you well. say th-
0: you say that I'm gonna I'll, it was in my fun things to do part of the the um tips tricks and guides but okay. bacon gangster has a thundercrash buff to superman levels video which shows you what mm. you can actually do with the thundercrash middle tree so if you yeah. want to check that out that's quite interesting to go and watch
1: so maybe i'm just doing it wrong then
0: i think we are we're letting the titans down so where are we to do, do, do sunbreakers Code of the Devastator, Burning Maul. Reduce the idle super duration from 28 seconds to 25 seconds, which is quite nice because I like to stand around in my super every now and then trying to clock where the enemies are rather than just, like, run blindly, as I normally do. Heavy slam explosion is now less likely to deal damage through cover. Less likely or not Mm -hmm. at all? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it seems like not at all in my, again, limited experience playing with it
0: this season, but... (laughs) They've added damage fall off to the heavy slam explosion, and they fixed an issue where the ground follow attack could go through walls. Have you? Have you fixed that, really?
1: Maybe that ties in with the less likely to do damage to cover yet, because I I am happy about the the, the fall off to the explosion, because it seems like it would just like it would track you just like a truth rocket before... Yeah. No matter where you rent, went, you know, that fire would find you through walls, through buildings, over the next map over. So um, it's good to see they brought that a little bit more back into sanity. It's still super stupidly powerful, and it will still you know, melt people, but at least you don't have to run halfway across the map to get away from it now.
0: Nice.
1: All right, so we've got some changes to our hunters. So our way of a thousand cuts blade barrage. The knife impact damage has been increased from 35 to 45. They've reduced knife detonation radius from five meters to three meters and should no longer apply large amounts of not damage to any tanky components. The Arc Strider, they fixed an issue which, in which players and Arc Staff were able to dodge infinitely, even after the super energy had been depleted. So if you've been seeing a lot of constantly dodging hunters, it's not just you. They're doing it. So, your Way of the Current, your Tempest Strike. So reduce the auto-targeting angle by 50%, and bonus damage versus low-tier combatants reduced by 20%. Your Way of the Wind Focused Breathing increased activation delay while sprinting from 0.25 seconds to 1 second, and reduced the Dodge Recharge Rate by 10%. For your Combat Meditation, they've reduced the Grenade and Melee Charge Rates while Health is Critical from 500% to 400%. The Lightning Reflexes, they've reduced the Damage Reduction during Dodge and PvP from 40% to 32%. And now we move on to the Night Stalker, Way of the Pathfinder, for the Mobius Quiver... They've increased the time from 8 seconds to 10 seconds on the time limit, and increased the time limit from 10 seconds to 12 seconds when using the Orpheus rig. The combat provisions, they've increased the melee range on grenade damage from, I'm sorry, they've increased the melee recharge on grenade damage from 6% to 8%, increased the grenade recharge when you turn an ally invisible from 17.5% to 24%. And if we had a hunter here, he would tell you all about what those changes mean, but... None of them seem, you know, none of those numbers look too crazy. But you hunters out there, you can yell and scream that they've done something and now you're unhappy about it. Or, hey, they've made a change and you're happy about it. That would be a nice change of pace, too. All right. On to warlocks. For the Stormcaller's storm Trance, the damage ramp-up now falls off more slowly after releasing Attack Button. The Attunement of Condition Arcweb. As we all already mentioned, the Arcweb Grenade are not chaining properly as they should. They've also reduced the chain damage from 36 to 27, reduced the grenade energy recharge on chain, and it is down 1% in PvE and 2% in PvP. They they reduced the chain range from 12 meters to 11 meters. So arc grenades took a hit in addition to them not working at all right now because of a bug. So it should still chain damage. That's a bug, but they've made those other changes to the grenade itself to make it just a little less powerful the ionic blink they increase the super energy cost from four percent to six percent and reduce the range of blink from four and a half meters to 4.2 meters the chain lightning melee they've reduced the chain range from 30, from 31 to 27 your ionic trace for your attunement of control warlock that's when you defeat your enemies has a chance to create ionic traces collecting the traces grants energy to all your abilities. All so when you kill enemies and you get these traces, they've increased the ley line height so it's more easily collected while airborne. They've increased the travel speed by 14% and increased the turn speed by 83%. So hopefully those ley lines, I'm sorry, hopefully those traces will get back to you a little bit quicker and you can collect them a little more easily while you're airborne. So if you are doing damage in the air, you should benefit from that. The Chaos Reach, they've increased the beam endpoint radius from 2 meters to 2.4 meters and reduce the intensity of the visual effects to improve visibility. Which is a nice change, because just like the old hard light that would jump all around when you shoot that thing, sometimes you can't see exactly what you're shooting at. And the attunement of the elements. The electrostatic surge. It now correctly increases class ability regen when near allies. Note, it was mistakenly increasing super regen previously. So, it's taken a little hit to its super regen ability, even though it was never actually supposed to. For your Dawnblade, the Attunement of Sky Heat Rises. They fixed an issue in which Heat Rises buff was causing combatants to ignore you. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem like an issue at all. That seems like a perk to me, but hey. Yeah. And finally, our Icarus Dash. They fixed an issue where the Icarus, Icarus Dash cooldown was interfering with the Daybreak Dodge.
0: Okay, yeah. I'll get that. All right.
1: And there are our changes to our subclasses. Now, does nineteen even want to
0: tell us about a couple of weapon changes? I will indeed. He's still not showing up yet then. Nope. (laughs) So our weapon changes. Uh, There were a couple that we've already previously gone over, but these are the extra ones. So Fighting Lion. Apparently due to a back-end change with the grenade launcher archetypes that we've talked about previously, Fighting Lion's inherent minor adjustment, rate of fire increased from 72 RPM to 90 RPM, direct hit damage in PVE is now 35, previously it was 27. That sounds like a good thing, to be honest, especially in PvE. I still can't use it in PvP. Um, mm-hmm. Devil's Ruin. They fixed a bug that allowed pyrogenesis to proc in unintended circumstances, allowing the laser to be fired repeatedly. So this was if you held the button mm. down and then took your finger off of it and then pushed it down again, it would just kind of have an unlimited amount of whatever you had in reserve ammo, it would just kind of unlimited load it back into your gun and you could just fire it as a laser. So, yeah, that's quite cool. Well, not cool. It was cool. It's not cool now. Uh, symmetry fixed an issue that caused the weapon to randomly stop firing. And they fixed an issue where this weapon could damage allies under some circumstances. That would be quite interesting to use on him in trials. Just damage him slightly and then send him into battle. <laughs> we should have done that. Damn it.
1: Too bad there's nothing you can. Is there anything on, on, a, on a hunter you can prop by giving him a little bit of damage and setting something off?
0: <laughs> that would have really triggered him in trials
1: <laughs> we're helping we're helping you we're just we're just triggering your you know whatever we're procking that and then we're sending you into battle just like loading up with telesto shots that's what you should have done to me you should have loaded me with telesto shots and just sent yeah. me forward shoulder charging in and that's what we should de- do detonating anything
0: no i was i was shoulder charging you guys should have just loaded me up with telesto bullets I
1: really should have just sent you sent you in like a
0: missile next week next weekend we're doing that there we go okay so weapon perks backup plan Now adjusts impact to match Rapid Fire sub-archetypes while active. Charge time is now set to match the Rapid Fire sub-archetypes 0.85 while active. And 1-2 punch, the effect now ends upon dealing melee damage or swapping weapons. I thought it did anyway, but hey-ho. General. Fixed an issue with the emissive elements on the following weapons and ornaments. 1000 voices. Summer Storm for Risk Runner. And Jade Counterance for Fighting Lion. They fixed an issue where multi-kill clip would remain active indefinitely. I think we had a video about that. Fixed an issue where killing shanks with Lumina would not reliably generate a remnant. And they fixed an issue where the Wish Ender would deal more damage than intended when shooting through certain objects. Trees. Trees. Head plants. Trees. All those things. <laughs> They fixed an issue where large portions of the Packmaster's command ornament for Lord of Walls would disappear when standing next to a wall. So, a bit like Robert Downey Jr. in Sherlock Holmes when he stands next to the wall in his onesie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Just see like me. That. Yeah.
1: I- identical to that. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> consumables. Uh, this was quite interesting. There are two new consumables available in the Eververse store for Bright Dust the Scavenger's Boon and the Glimmer Shard both 250 Bright Dust each. The Scavenger's Boon, when used, this item causes enemies killed with precision damage to have a chance to drop planetary materials when defeated. The effects last for four hours, and note that only one Scavenger Boon can be active at a time. And the Glimmer Shard, when used, this item can cause bosses to have the chance to drop additional Glimmer when defeated. Again, lasts for four hours, and only one Glimmer Shard can be used at one time.
1: That's interesting. I I wonder if the additional glimmer is anything you know worthwhile on bosses. I would hope if 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 it's a boss, it will give you a decent boost to glimmer, so we're not always having to go see Spider for all of our glimmer needs. Let's see if he, can, he has but a little love, less of a lock on that market.
0: We love we love Spider. What, what are you talking about?
1: We do love Spider. but It would be nice to just you know if you need some, some glimmer to play the actual game to get the glimmer from him. Or, you know, from it versus going to Spider for everything. I mean, again, not that I didn't go see Spider this weekend to go buy all the Glimmer.
0: <laughs> I it, but
1: just saying, you know, playing the game, getting some Glimmer elsewhere would be nice too.
0: It, I don't know how that's going to work because we already have a consumable called the Rainmaker, which is those ones that you can put, again, for four hours. And close-range precision kills have a chance to create a shower of Glimmer. Maybe it's yeah. a little bit, Maybe you get more Glimmer. Maybe it's more than the Rainmakers. But, hey, I've got, like, a thousand rainmakers so i might as well just keep popping them every time i play
1: yeah just just put one on when you start the game and see what happens
0: yeah and then when i play for five hours and i completely forget for the last hour that i've been playing without one i'm like oh there's extra glimmer i could have got extra shards
1: no longer making rain no longer making anything yeah
0: would you like to go through our bug fixes and user interfaces Um, sure
1: we do have some we do have multiple bug fixes uh, to various Legendary Engram previews, accurately represent their, their contents. So the Shadow Keep campaign reward exotic armor now has the proper source string in collections. The Eververse store bundles with prices have been reduced due to owning some content are no longer available as advertised as sale and instead read, complete the set. So the Season 8 weapons acquired from the Season Pass will now have a valid source string in collections. The several multiplayer emotes that had a type of emote are now have the correct item type on their tooltip to multiplayer emote. The year three exotic armor in Xur's inventory will now properly require a shadowkeep instead of the season pass. And mod components no longer dismantle as a stack. Which is nice because I definitely deleted those mod components a couple weeks back when I was going through and deleting other things. And uh, yeah, you can get rid of all those as one stack before. And then they changed, looks like yeah, just the the text on things or where they were sorting collections. So you know, good changes. So you can find the things you're looking for. And then we have some user, a couple of user interface bugs they fixed. They fixed an issue where some items were not displaying properly in collections. They fixed an issue where players don't receive a Fireteam chat not available message when this when Steam is down. They fixed an issue where tracking a pursuit would dismiss the release icon. Hmm, that's exciting. They fixed an issue where incorrect icons were appearing during the other side mission. Fixed an issue where the open fire team slots were being displayed, at, being displayed after dismissing the activity selection. They fixed an issue where a placeholder tooltip could appear while in orbit. Fixed an issue that caused some graphical corruption when navigating the seasons screen. Fixed an issue where rank 50 toast would display overlapping numbers. They fixed an issue where they displayed a misalignment in the post-purchase animation. Fixed an issue where the launch overlay would not dismiss when navigating to the Quest screen. So some some visual things that they fixed, as opposed to all the known issues that they haven't fixed, which are lengthy. Yeah. And now we get into this week of Bungie. This week of Bungie, we have Trials back. Moving on. (laughs) Which, I mean, that, was, that seemed to be the, the This Week of Bungie that I read. Did you see anything you know anything else or anything in addition we need to mention from that? Trials is back. Everyone's either excited or completely apathetic. Uh, thank you for those who came out and enjoyed, laughed at, groaned at our, uh, our couple-hour trial stream on Saturday morning. So that was yeah. good fun. And, thank yeah, thanks, th- thanks for hanging out. We, we didn't give Respawn an aneurysm. He is not dead. I promise wow. you he is just sleeping somewhere.
0: Dead and sleeping may be the same thing. <laughs> could
1: be, could be, but he, he you know, we, we, our, our poor gameplay didn't break him to the point where he will never speak to us again. So that, that's not what this is. Uh, yeah, he he screamed at me. We screamed at him. We all screamed at each other. It was all good fun. So it was it was, it was fun to, it was fun to get back into the into the I'd say swing of things, but that's not true because we were we were definitely swinging. At. We did we did get our three wins. So we got our we got our scout rifle for the week, and because we got the three wins, we were then able to go to to Saint Fourteen, aka Titan Dad, and get a couple of extra scout rifles with different roles on it. I, I I will note it gave me the scout rifle with the new Celerity perk that gives you a whole bunch of uh, buffs to your gun when you're the last fire team person standing,
0: which would really like help That mm-hmm. helps. My like destiny up. knows. Yeah. Yeah. Like these guys need that perk more than anybody else. Give it to them. Give all the guns to them mm-hmm. with that perk. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're bad. You're bad at this. This might help. And if you're watching the YouTube version, you're just watching the amazing gameplay that we're, you know, showing you now. That's if you're watching the YouTube version. And if there's any amazing gameplay to be found, I'm sure
1: there's amazing gameplay in there.
0: I there was I did a clutch moment. There was one clutch moment. I don't know if you if you were watching me at that point where you know we were four for four. I was the last man standing and I managed to kill them. I was like yes. So there we go. There was so thing. That, yeah. I so did was a funny. thing. You did. It was glorious. So yeah, I mean, in the twelve, they just talk about the embarking on the first twelve of the new season and they've acknowledged some feedback that they've been seeing in the wild. There's large changes to emblems and stat trackers, which we'll, they'll be talking about in the twelve later on. Um, they're also seeing some discussions on the new weapons, lack of ritual weapons for Vanguard, Crucible and Gambit. The team is currently reviewing and discussing the feedback, and they'll be looking to talk about long-term goals for the weapons in the future Twelve. So, yeah, like you said, it wasn't really, there's not too much in here this week. You know, there was a lot of trials returns, there's a new trailer for it, that if you haven't seen it, we'll link it in the show notes, along with the update 2.0 notes, if you want to actually read all of those and See how that can improve your gameplay.
1: Yeah, it's it's probably at least definitely worth reading over all you know those full patch note changes because they did touch, I think, about every single subclass on every single character and a number of weapons. So yeah, if, you're, if your go-to moves aren't working the way they should, take a peek at those 2.8.0 patch notes because they may have changed something you've come to rely on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like you said, it's it's a lot of, you know, for everybody that wasn't familiar with trials, they go through a quick rundown of what to expect. Uh, With trials passages, trials tokens, um, going to speak to Saint-14 to kick off the trials and pick up boons and bounties and things like that. And they do have a really helpful Trials of Osiris help article that we will also link in our show notes. But just quickly going over some of the boons. Hang on a second. When you go to Titan Dad, he will offer you a passage, like a passage card, which will keep a track of your wins and your losses. Now the first one that you everyone can pick up and I think the second one everyone can pick up as well. So the first one grants access to the weekly trials of a tournament. Teams of 3 compete until they win 7 matches, lose 3 matches or until the week's tournament ends. Now this one, the first one that you can pick up will forgive you one loss per run. So this is very similar to like we had in the original trials where you could pick up boons that would then give you uh, account for that so that it would forgive you a loss. And you could also pick up another boon that if you won your first game, it would give you an extra game win. And there is a card for that, but that's separate. So you can't stack these anymore. It's one passage card um, per run. And I think to get them each time, if you want to change them, you have to go back to Titan Dad, speak to him, and then just repurchase for Glimmer and Shards. But you could just keep the first one. So the first one's called Passage of Mercy, like we said, forgive you for one loss per run. Passage of Ferocity, which is your next card. With zero losses, your third win will grant you a bonus win. So that's quite cool. Passage of Wealth. So this requires five wins in Trials anyway to unlock this card. And this one increases tokens from competing and winning Trials matches. So that's quite good if you want to kind of stack your, your tokens each week. Passage of Wisdom. So this grants bonus XP from Trials wins. Scaling with the number of wins on a ticket. So that's quite cool that you can just basically stay at the higher tier if you're really dominating your trials and that requires seven wins. And then if you get a flawless, you can also pick up the passage of confidence. So this grants bonus rewards from the flawless chest. Yeah, simple as Um, these do actually scale in glimmer. So you have 2,500 Glimmer and 15 shards for the first one. Uh, the same for the second one. And then Passage of Wealth is thirty five hundred and twenty five shards. Passage of Wisdom is 35 and 25. And then your Flawless one with your Passage of Confidence is 50,000 and 50 shards. But I believe that you can keep these in your inventory each week. You don't have to keep going back and turn them in. So you could just basically stay on the first one. It's in your uh, quest tab.
1: Yeah, it's only worth mentioning, yeah. Once you do buy one of these, you don't have to, you know, if it's 25 or 50,000 caliber, you don't have to, you know, rebuy it every time your card expires. It's basically your 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 passage into trials for the weekend. You know, for for those of us who are not, you know, trials gods going to the lighthouse. We bought the one that forgave our first win. We did that first. We we then never had to go back and buy another one. We could just keep, you know, keep that boon with us the entire time. So we spent, you know, you spend your 25,000 caliber once. And then you're good for the weekend, unless you want to change to a different passage for some reason.
0: Yeah. And when we got like, say we played our first game and we lost that first game, rather than using that boon, we could then, when we went back to orbit, because it's every time you play a game, you have to then go back into Trials. It's a bit like the comp playlist. You can just reset your Trials card in orbit and then go back into Trials. So you don't have to worry about it. So if you're only like one, one lost one, you can just reset your card whenever you like. Just hold down X on the, the card, and it will reset it for you.
1: Yeah, which that was a nice change because you used to have to fly back, fly back in, go see brother advance, yeah. you know, buy the things again, go back out. So it was nice at least you can just do this all from orbit. And I saw maybe even I saw I saw an exchange between um, I think it was Dado and DMG saying. You, you may even supposed to be able to like to reset it like just while you're in orbit, not even go into your card, or maybe I misunderstood. So there might be a we may have seen a bug around that, but I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah, go into your quest tab, find your trials thing, and you can just reset your card from there. So you can just keep on uh banging your head against the wall of us <laughs> trying to get that fourth win around all your beloveds and your um hard lights, which is who the hard light is the meta. I never thought I would be saying hard light is the meta in trials it's a little yeah. nutty
0: <laughs> so the rewards for this at 3 wins you get a powerful reward which is a tier 2 at 5 wins you get a powerful gear which is a tier 3 and then 7 wins you get pinnacle gear and with those i mean that is it's quite good you don't it's not necessarily you have to get the 5 wins in a row or even the 7 wins you you could still have losses on your card but as long as you hit those 3 5 and 7 you'll still get that powerful reward or powerful gear pinnacle gear um, from those wins so it's quite nice that you, you don't have to worry about the losses so much unless you are going to try and do flawless going flawless on a trials passage will grant players access to the lighthouse uh, reward space only available to players with a flawless passage players will get access to the pinnacle gear from the flawless chest so seven wins gives you the pinnacle gear uh, engram And then you also have the chance to pick up pinnacle gear from the flawless chest at the lighthouse, which is quite nice. So you get a double dip and they just want to make you make you aware pinnacle gear will be given once per week per class. And once the chest has been opened and player leaves the lighthouse, a new flawless passage will be needed to be completed to return to the lighthouse. So as long as you don't open it, you could return there as many times as you like, I'm guessing. But I'd open it on the first time. Get your screenshot, get your video into lighthouse done (laughs) so yeah if you if you wanted any extra details on trials of osiris there is a help article for that and also i've scoured the interwebs or the the youtubes this week for some really good tips and tricks for trials players or people coming into trials new players or even existing players Anna anamana has got a video on what is trials of osiris and basically breaks it down a bit like the the help guide but in a video form, with a little bit of gameplay and showing you what Trials basically is. Then AstroCross takes it one step further, basically going into what the boons do, what this does, what that does, and a few tips and tricks in his um, video. Then Respawn posted, Parody and I, a really helpful video by Fallout Players, How to Win Trials, Seven Rules. Let's just say that we didn't really follow the rules, but they may help other people so bravex hero has got five videos for you that will help with trials and he goes over in the first video which loadout for trials going over weapons that he recommends from loadouts that he's put together over the last couple of weeks in videos and he'll link so that he he links those in his in this video uh he's also got one on the best trials builds so this is ones that he's he's put the builds together previously in other videos but he goes back over that into like a quick Overview of how they would work and how the teams are working cohesively together with these different builds and there was a really good one that he did I think we featured last week with a hunter with the oath keepers and the le monarch and a warlock with an empowering rift, so that would work as as two players working quite well together um, not for us, but anyway, yeah, so there's some really good loadouts in that video. Then we have teamwork tips again pretty straightforward watch it gives you some teamwork tips flawless mentality helping you kind of get into the mentality of actually working together and improving your communication is the last one by him and again it goes over what you need to be referencing for callouts working you know working as a team beforehand going into trials and looking at the map and what you're going to call the the callouts so yeah, it's it's, those are really good videos to watch i'm not going to describe all of them to you because it's no point because they're worth going to watch um day aside also has burnout trials trip burnout trials tips again worth watching because he again shows you with his gameplay pausing rewinding showing you how it works and what to do in certain situations and then Cool Guy has a really cool video of the Kepris sting for the hunters in trials and how that worked and how he used it to help him direct his team where the enemy players were going. So he says it's a kind of a sleeper hit for hunters to be using in trials because you smoke bomb yourself, you can see where the enemy team's running. <laughs> so it was really helpful for his call out. So that's worth a watch because that may be something that you guys can use. So To actually get an engram from Titan Dad, or Saint 14, you have to have actually got three wins, I believe it is, to unlock the ability to actually purchase something from him. So the minimum that you have to get is three wins on that character. And then you can use your tokens at Titan Dad, and I believe it's 20 tokens per engram. They are, they're not not powerful engrams, but they're light equivalent to what you're Your guardian is at that time. So, if your guardian's 992, you'll get a 992 drop kind of thing. And depending on what you've discovered from trials, so if you've gone flawless and you've got a piece of armor and you've got a weapon, you have a chance to get one of those two things from the engrams. The big thing is that the tokens go away at each weekly reset. So, you have to make sure that you spend them before they're removed.
1: Yeah, so so I I jumped back in and I sent my two trials companions a message saying, hey, you know, make sure you go back to Saint 14 since we did actually make it to three wins, and you know this week it's the uh, the scout rifle scholar scholarly something like that. So you know I got yeah. I got one in game drop, but then I, we had enough tokens because we went back we did go back and rebuy a couple of Saint 14's bounties because at least once you get to those three wins, you can sort of continue to buy the bounties for him. And, you know, which is like things like, you know, getting a number of kills or like as a team, I think, you know, as a team get arc kills or get this many grenade kills. So it's, you know, things you can actually sort of do if you're not a trials, you know, if you're not a trials god going full to the lighthouse, you at least get those tokens. So as long as you can make it to three wins, which, again, we were able to do, you know, just one time, you know, in in the entire, you know, three and a half-ish hours we played, you just have to do that once. And then I was able to have enough tokens at that point. To go back and buy a couple of those weapons, but yeah, but, but be mindful every week at Tuesday at reset, those tokens go away. And even if you don't get your three wins, you can still collect the tokens, but you can't actually spend them at 814, 14, as Nate even said, until you get those at least three wins. Otherwise, you yep. just have the tokens
0: and they sit in your inventory, and then you're just sad that you can't use them. And it starts every Friday at reset and it uh, ends every Tuesday at reset, which is quite nice. So you've got a couple of days past the the weekend to actually continue playing, and if you do manage to go flawless, you do have a chance to get the a yellow glow that appears, and it fl- slowly fades uh, over the week. Uh, to refresh the glow, players will need to go flawless again. And these glows, so you have light for the lost trials. Glow turns white when equipped. Uh, light makers wear this emblem when they're carrying other players to the lighthouse. And then there's flawless empyrean. Which the trials glows red when equipped, and light breakers will wear this emblem when trying to block players from getting to the lighthouse. That's quite cool. So, we'll be seeing that over the next couple of weeks.
1: It's interesting. I, I like how they have sort of like the competing glows. That's like, all right, yeah, mm. you got your team kind of guys trying to get, do your carry, and the team on the other side with the glows block you, which is, yeah. I don't know, it's like, isn't that the point anyway? Everyone's trying to block everyone. We're all trying to get the wins, but. Is there is, is there a glow for the streamers that are gonna go in and then you know jump off the map and give people their seventh Because I remember in, in D1, a lot of folks would do that. They would say, Hey, you know, I've you know, we've gone in this weekend, we're gonna grab two people and just go in and just, you know, you know, match up to people and then just you know wave with them and jump off the map every time and give them a free win. Which is sort of yeah, nice if you can encounter those that's folks. That's
0: the thing, isn't it? It's it's more of before yeah, before in Charles One we had or Charles and Destiny One people would wave and jump off the map to allow people to go to the lighthouse if they saw what their card was on so it's quite interesting how the glows are now kind of commuti- communicating to other players
1: yeah it's interesting too because it's now you know matching you with folks that are you know at least in theory you know connection based and then card based so if you're on your sixth win and you're seeing somebody else on their sixth win then you, you might have the opportunity to either let them go or know that hey this is the game for this is the game for what you really need. This is the game for you that lighthouse trip you've been, you know, grinding for or, or trying to get through all weekend. Yeah, not the worst. I did.
0: the last thing on trials is just to remind people that the bans are out, so make sure that you are playing to the rules and not doing any super cheating. Yo, you, any you suspect cheating? Did you
2: guys watch? Did you guys watch the? Uh the mtash video where he quote-unquote carries astacross to uh, the tower uh, the the lighthouse
0: a self-resting warlock yes. yes
2: yeah and like if you really watch it you can see the exact moment he dies right behind him kind of like around the corner you can see half of a body where it's red with the overshield like it just respawned yeah. and i was like that's not even, he's not even trying to hide it. Like he didn't spawn at the other end of the map. He's just like boom, right there. It's like
0: we did encounter <laughs> that one team that were bouncing across the map.
2: Yeah, yeah, but nothing yeah. like a self-res. I was just like,
0: woo. <laughs> bouncing across the map is just as bad. <laughs> you have some suddenly there's a there's a titan right in your face, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, but, I'm yeah, but
1: trying, if you manage to Titan one way he's and he's dead.
0: Off.
2: Right, the yeah. self-res. If you kill him, he's not dead.
1: <laughs> yeah it's very hard to kill him though when when you're thinking he's coming from the middle of the map and you turn to engage one way and all of a sudden he's you know 40 meters to your left killing your teammate, and then by the time you figure out what's going on he's now killed
0: you as well yeah that's true so if you haven't guessed our sleepy hunter has joined us Huzzah. hello sleepy hunter
2: Huzzah. how are you tired <laughs>
0: Did you forget to set your alarm?
2: No, I set the alarm, but the thing about it is is I always have to set two alarms, right? All the time. Because sometimes, depending on how rough the night was, I will literally sleep through the first. So I set another one for
0: 30 minutes later. I'm going I'm to need Luna's telephone number so that I can call her to get you up. Because I know that that would wake you up. Because me ringing her will make her angry the, to get you up. The
2: sad thing... Is that's not going to work because she turns off her phone entirely at night, which drives me insane, especially when there's a three-hour time difference. Between
0: right, I'm going to need the house number.
2: <laughs> house <laughs> number? Who still has a house number?
1: There, there's no house number here. <laughs> no,
2: but it was it was a rough night.
0: Anyway, <laughs> so we we've pretty much nearly done the whole show.
2: huzzah All right, guys, you, you, thanks for joining. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we, we are on the TWAB And we are looking at tracker tracking
2: Tracker tracking There's mm-hmm. Warlock weapons So
0: in Season of Worthy All emblems have been converted To our new stat trackers That means all emblems Will be inspectable and can track Or can have trackers Equipped or not yeah. So when designing this system, our overall goal was to provide players with more ways and options to show off their accomplishments. Our first selection of stats were determined by prioritizing stats that represented a skill that could be improved week week over week or season over season and be an accomplishment that players would want to display that was meaningful to other players. Because of that, some stats that couldn't be completed or improved on any longer weren't included.
1: Just embrace your anger over you no longer be able to show people you got your 2,500 iron burden kill.
0: Embrace oh, yeah, the anger
1: and use that to power power you through this reading.
2: Well, you know, you want to talk about anger. What really angers me is they spent wait, all wait, the time wait, developing wait. this when they could have taken that time to fix other things that are actually problems. I hate that they, they're devoting time to useless stuff that, on the whole, we it, don't really care no, about.
0: It's, it's not useless, and some people do care. Some. So yeah, that's, it is that's that one thing people have, there,
1: man. Yeah, that's one thing people have asked about for a long time, though. Is yeah, you know, why do we have so many emblems that don't track anything? They don't do anything. And from that perspective, I like that you know instead of, I like there being one emblem to show you one accomplishment. But it's also nice that I can take you on know, my scene fourteen or my ramen shop emblem and put something on it to track. You know, I like instead of giving each each emblem its own trackers, you had to keep track of 40,000 emblems. Yeah, I, I wish mm-hmm. they wouldn't have taken away the things that, you know, if it was tracking already, can we keep the things that they were already tracking? But all, all the emblems in the game that don't track anything, add that system to them. And I know that's probably, you know, it's much easier said than done. Yeah, but, but at mean, least it was sort of why, an elegant way to say, here's a bunch of things you can now track something with.
2: But why, though? I always just looked at emblems as just another piece of fashion hey look at that cool emblem look at that cool emblem!
0: yeah but now you can look at that cool emblem i never look to see what it
2: tracks never
0: yeah but now now if you put the tracker it actually highlights on the end of your emblem which is quite nice yeah no
2: i get that but But, even other people's i i if i like the way it looks i'll never look to see what the hell it's tracking just it's it's a cool emblem done bye
0: okay well, there you go. You're not impressing Respawn with your changes. No,
2: I think it's useless. No. I think you could have spent that time elsewhere doing something that the whole community would enjoy more.
0: Okay. So, I mean, they apparently they agree or they believe in these requirements in principle, but strictly applying them retroactively unfairly removed your accomplishments that you could flaunt in seasons prior. It was a change that made with a good intention, but was the wrong way to roll out a new system. So they've acknowledged it was a, it was wrong to roll it out this way. Pretty strange. Uh, they've identified some stats that can be added back in a future patch and they wanted to share them with us. So they're currently planning to add these stats back in an update later on in the season. So Seasons, Lifetime, Season 8 Season Pass Rank Earned, Season 9 Season Pass Rank Earned, Fractaline Donations, because apparently people are upset with their Fractaline Donations disappearing. Account. So, kills as a sentinel titan, striker titan, sub-breaker titan, archstrider, hunter, nightstalker, gunslinger, stormcaller warlock, dawnblade and voidwalker. Crucible. Lifetime. Gold medals earned, longest glory winning streak and total valor resets. Destination. Lifetime. Pit of heresy solo floors. Completions. They say this list isn't complete yet and we plan to add to it before the update is released. As a note, none of the stats that were previously tracked have been lost. So my 2,500 kills with my own burden on isn't lost, and I'd like it back then. You just can't have it. No. I know. I'd like that. No, you can't have it. Otherwise, the emblem means nothing. It's just another emblem that looks emblemy. That looks cool. Yeah, I I know what I had to do to get it, but other, I want to tell other people what I had to do to get it with the number that I had on the bottom, please. Anyway, so if you are missing any numbers that you really, really, really loved, like me, feel free to sound off on the net forums, DTG, subreddit, or even Twitter. They've got their eyes everywhere. But have you got your ears everywhere? Because... I'm sending this plea via the podcast.
1: Yes, they do. They're all working from home. They're all desperate for more content. So they're probably looking for more podcasts to listen to as well. So why not ours?
2: As somebody that works from home, doing actual work while you're home is difficult. So no, they're not listening. They don't care. They probably have screaming children, food to cook, cabinets to build, something that they've been waiting to do for a long time. Your plea is lost <laughs> in a sea of cries that will no, not ever reach anybody. Please,
0: please, no. please. <laughs> not for you, comrade. So with that, here's Parodies known issues report.
1: All right, everyone. So with our launch of Season of the Worthy, we have a couple of known issues. So sit back, grab a drink, and we're going to run through these real quick. First off, for all you hunters out there, you got a new exotic. Your right harness exotic chest piece. Unfortunately, it was allowing for the Infinite Whirlwind Guard usage, and because of that, they've disabled it until a fix can be deployed. However, Titans and Warlocks, if you've been missing your God Caress or your Winter Skyle exotic gauntlets, those have been re-enabled following the release of the 2.8.0 patch. So, sorry hunters, your exotics no longer working right now. Titans and Warlocks, yours are back. Now, we have a couple of, again, just, it's a new season, with new season comes new bugs, so players whose clan rosters are not loading should ensure that accounts inactive for an extended period of time should be removed from the clan season pass will be applied to the first account that signs in if you plan to cross safe but will use another character set it is recommended to set up cross safe before you log in so basically if you don't have cross safe enabled and you log into your pc first that's where your season pass goes if you then log into your xbox or your ps4 Your Season Pass will not be applied there because they're not cross-saving, so whatever account you log into first gets your Season Pass. Your Universal Ornaments will only apply on certain legendary armor pieces called Armor 2.0. These armor pieces will also show an energy cost on them. Teammates' emblems are blacked out and show no power level. Players may experience crashes on PS4. Some players may not receive awards from the Garden of Salvation encounter Chests. Some players may not receive progress on Crucible and Iron Banner quests and bounties. When using HDR, the brightness slider doesn't appear to work and dark areas are hard to see. Now we have some character-based issues to talk about. The Ward of Dawn ability for Code of the Protector Void Titans is not generating the three Orbs of Light on activation. In fact, it appears to be generating zero Orbs of Light. The Wealth of the Emperor buff does not go away even if the Chalice is perfected. The Warlock Arc Grenade perk no longer chain lightnings, nearby enemies, and does not return energy. So you've been using your Arc Web Grenades and they are not working in chaining? That's why. It's a bug. And the Hunter's Weighted Knife doesn't hit crit spots on Vex Goblins. Alright, on to our items. Our Faction Rally ornaments cannot be applied to their respective class items. The Virtuous Greaves Titan ornament has lost its glow effect. The Planetary Material Auto Collection Bunker upgrade is not awarding the correct number of planetary materials. World Chests in the Dreaming City are not dropping glimmer. Swapping energy on a fully masterworked and modded armor piece shows that it can no longer be upgraded. Exiting and re-entering the armor's detail screen will allow the armor piece to be re-upgraded. The Rifle Reserves mod is not granting extra rifle ammo reserves. The Anti-Barrier mod prevents Explosive Head and other explosive damage on Bows. On to Exotics. The Devil's Ruin may not fire correctly after a super has been used. The Dune Marcher's Linear Actuator's perk will not activate after being triggered on yellow bar enemies. If Phoenix Cradle Boots are equipped, the Sun Warrior buff doesn't work with sunspots from enemy kills. And the Polaris Lance's 5th Shot Explosion cancels on continuous fire. So, Oh, I thought
0: they'd fix that one.
1: thought they had too, but apparently it's back. So, lots lots of bugs and titan exotics. And, uh, oh dear. Alright, so on tour, our bounties and quests. If you're hunting the Wishunder bow, the statue of Sujura Ido for the Wishunder quest in the Shattered Throne may cause crashes. And we talked about the Seraph Bunker upgrade list being incorrect last week, so I'll refer you to help.hunting.net because it's very confusing to read through. But basically, the EDZ... The EDZ Tier 1 Bunker Upgrade, the Moon Tier 1 Bunker Upgrade, and the IO Tier 1 Bunker Upgrade are all incorrect, so go to help.bungie.net and read exactly what you need to do versus what the game tells you you need to do to get those upgrades.
0: No, I want you to read them all to people. I want you to struggle with all the words. <laughs> I, can, I,
1: can through, I can struggle through all the words, it's just a lot. <laughs> I go also over it when I read it. That's fine. Uh, the E Z Tier 1 Bunker upgrade requires completing challenges from Zavala, Shaxx, The Drifter, Banshee44, and Hawthorne. The Moon Tier 1 Bunker upgrade requires completing Strikes, Crucible, Gambit, and Nightmare Hunt challenges. And the IO Tier 1 Bunker upgrade requires completing Flashpoint, Dungeon, and Raid challenges. So that's what they are. Don't know what they say in game, but that's what they are. So during the Authentication Protocol quest step in the Seraph Warset Network quest, players need to speak with Rasputin on IO. If the tokens from the Wishender quest are pushed out of a player's postmaster, there is currently no way to reclaim or reacquire new tokens. Which you also, when you talk to the statue, it may crash your game anyway, so Wishender, we'll just call it bugged all around. The Wishender quest is just bugged all the way around right now. Players who cross-save on a platform where they do not own Forsaken may lose access to the exotic quest for malfeasance when they defeat the Ascendant Privy Evil Servitor. Alright, Triumphs and Collections, because yes, friends, we have more bugs. The progress for the In Pursuit of Honor Triumph is no longer doubled in Iron Banner. Ghost Scan 132 is no longer available on Nessus. The Trials of Osiris Emblems and Collection category cannot be viewed until a player has earned those items. The Seraph Public Event Completions Triumph is tracking successful public event completions. There is no heroic version of this public event. The Play in the Odds emblem cannot be reacquired from collections. As a temporary workaround, players can reset their Infamy rank three times during a season. After doing so, the emblem will be guaranteed to drop, along with the ludomaniacal emblem variant. So just, you know, reset your Gambit Infamy three times in a season. No problem, once they fix Gambit. The Forged Empire Fire Crucible badge cannot be obtained. Some trials will display a progress bar, even though only one objective needs to be completed. And on to Activities. Players may experience crashes when playing Gambit or Gambit Prime. On the Eternity map, in the Countdown Crucible game mode, the bomb placements and waypoints are in incorrect locations or do not show up during the first round. Certain warnings will appear for nightfalls that require players to have certain mods equipped. These warnings don't account for teammates' loadouts. So I'm assuming those are if you have a you know, certain type of champion, it'll tell you, hey, if they're overload champions, you need to go in with an overload, something on a weapon. So if it's giving you that and you, know, you can talk to your teammates, make sure one of you have it, because apparently it's not taking that into account. On your seasonal content, which doesn't seem so much like a bug as how it's supposed to work, but seasonal consumables will be deleted when the season of Worthy ends. If you're going to Eververse, players who use Bright Dust to buy the Painted Eye Shell receive the Beautiful Gravity's ship instead. And finally, we have some bugs just for our friends over on PC. Players may experience crashes when exiting the game on Steam. Players whose Forsaken license did not transfer from Blizzard to Steam should retry PC migration. Additionally, some players experiencing this issue may need to log into Destiny on Steam before retrying migration. Receiving the problem-reading game content errors after verifying integrity of the game files, and they've got a link there for some more information. Various PC mic- Basically, if you're having PC migration supported, go to their PC migration page, try it again first, and if that doesn't work, go to the page, look up other PC migration information, because there's a bunch of issues involving that. And finally- on PC, all offline players in clans will not display their name, but instead will show offline. And that, my friends, are our season of worthy known issues as of now. So Yay. if you've seen things broken, that's why. If you see additional things broken, go to help.bungie.net and report them so they can try to look at them and see if they are indeed broken, if they're not really broken
0: or if we're all just crazy living in a giant simulation. Hmm. Um, and side note movie of the week parody and i didn't get the movie of the week sad face emoji moving on devastated we are devastated or you know not at all i'm i'm devastated you may not be devastated i did the gameplay I, I made the play. I'm devastated. You, did. You, you I didn't get recognized. You threw
1: that nova bomb. You killed people.
0: Good. You wiped that whole team. And yeah. exactly. And that's that's. A, I, I'm sorry. Maybe I should have put it in the description. Throwing a nova bomb like I did and killing three other people on the team all at the same time is an amazing accomplishment for a Titan main player. We don't know how to warlock. We don't know how to do anything warlocky. It's 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 like if respawn had to main a titan for the rest of his life. It's, it's just one of those things that's
2: inconceivable! Two things. First of all, A, it would either be a short life, or B, I would play something else.
0: Again, inconceivable! <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. You're not wrong. So Respawn, mm-hmm. I know you're tired, mm-hmm. but it's your section now. Isn't it's a... the Respawn Report roundup.
2: Summary uh, 23 Cosmo once again has stuff to say. Anyway, some changes get missed in patch notes, Uh, some aren't included if they aren't super impactful, like minor icon or localization changes. If it's something with matchmaking or sandbox, they will always call out changes on resilience changes. Spoke with the team because that's always handy. And it looks like this was a side effect of the changes to make resilience affect class ability cooldowns and resulted in a 5% difference in vitality tiers 4 through 9. I'm told that thorn should have always required 6 resilience to survive 2 headshots and 1 body shot. We currently don't have plans to change resilience. Wait the hell a second. <laughs> All right, this is the right date. What the fluff, man?
1: You, you do see that's from February 23rd, right? So that's quite a while ago. Or February 24th.
2: Uh, no, this has no date on it, but the date of the link that I'm clicking is correct. That's weird.
1: Weekly summary 23, February 24th, 2020. As opposed to the other two that are from March 3rd or March 13th on Destiny Roundup. Good morning. Welcome to the day,
2: sunshine. (laughs) Oh, pretty pictures. Yay! Players should ensure that they have enough space in their consumables inventory to receive their trials tokens. Trials tokens cannot be stored in the Postmaster. Bungie, why do you suck? Just like the biggest butts ever, man. You're like the worst. Cosmo (sighs) says... We
0: apologize. No. We do not apologize. We do apologize. We apologize Bungie. for the negativity that he is bringing.
2: Negativity. The fact that Bungie that? has expiring currency that? and expiring currency that can't even be stored in a Postmaster is ridiculous. Cosmo says he'll let the team know how to take a look at radar booster decreasing radar range. looks <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> Barely. Working as unintended. <laughs> the radar booster decreases your range. Excellent. I've always wanted that. Missed patch note Stronghold now maximizes sword defense stats, resulting in a high defense guard that does not lose guard energy on taking hits or decay over time. The armor retains its existing healing functionality. Reddit. Speaking of armor, just a side note, not a rant. I was playing on PC yesterday with a lot of our clan mates and people were talking about, uh, especially Fuzco. Fuzco is actually particularly upset about it is how the new mod system works, right? How you get a mod and you have to use it for previous season, current or future seasons, right? Cause these new mods that we're getting, we can't use <laughs> on our, our dungeon armor, you know, the really good armor. We're well, not really good. But the armor that comes masterworked already and has decent stats on it or whatever, right? He's he's very upset, and he should be, that you have to go buy new armor and then masterwork that armor and do all that grind, all that ridiculousness, just to put on different mods. And he's right. Shouldn't have to do that. Bungie, again, you suck. Feedback that bit rewards from the Serif event should be increased has been forwarded. That actually says that. Stand by.
1: I haven't actually gotten through one of those events successfully yet, so I don't even know what the rewards are, but it's good that they're looking at making, maybe making them better.
0: Really? Yeah, I know that. I'm sorry. We've been joined by another member. I've that... noticed. Yeah. <laughs> And what class does she play? What what thoughts does she have on our trials performance? <laughs> yeah. The, the the to to answer your question about the mods for the dungeon, you can equip mods from seasons seven, eight, and nine in the mod sockets for those armor pieces. So it's still worth keeping those armor pieces around, so you can use seven, eight, and nine. But to maximize what we're doing at the moment with the new mod system, Season of Dawn armor would be the best ones to keep around because you can have Season of Undying, Season of Dawn, and Season of Worthy mods on all of those pieces. So the pieces that we collected last season, not the dungeon stuff because that's classed as Season 7. No, Season 8, isn't it? Yes. But we now Season 10, yeah. So that's that's classed as season eight. It is it's probably not the best ones to hang on to, and, and nor is really the the undying one. I'd hold on. I'd hold on to dawn, because dawn can hold all three, and then season twelve would probably be the next best one to have, because season twelve armor will then be able to have season twelve, season eleven, and season thirteen armor. So. It, Keep armor around until you get to the point where you you don't need certain armor pieces. Do you understand? What I'm trying to do? You understand what I'm trying to say about keeping certain pieces of armor? Yeah. Yes, but,
1: but the answer is just do not not pay attention to any of those mod slots, and who cares about any of them?
2: Well, some of them are really good. Like, you don't need them. It's like not important. Season, no, no.
1: no. You don't need them. No, not like not important.
2: Season, I am disappointed mm-hmm. that I can't equip the mod that when you're holding a sword makes you more resilient. That's a little disappointing. It's also a little disappointing that you can't equip the mod that if you have a serif weapon, which some of us have really good ones now, and you kill an enemy and it drops the orb for you to throw the orb at people, right? Can't equip that. So anyway, point is, is it, it's a mod for armor. We don't have to change weapons to use different weapon mods. The mods work for all the weapons, no matter how old the weapons are right. So why is it that we have to change armors for the armor mods? Why can't you just put the mods on the armor? And while we're on the subject, we still can't put mods on exotic armor. So you're always missing out on at least one mod on a piece of armor. If you're wearing an exotic. That's the kind of stuff they should have fixed. Not, oh, you can put stat trackers on your emblem now. Yay! Anyway, uh, they're investigating if Fighting a lion was nerfed. Two Reddit links for that. Same for Mountaintop. No internal changes were made. Send over videos if you have them. Another Reddit link. They're looking into the bug with Raiju's harness. And if it's a weird edge case. Again, Reddit link. We'll let the team know. Oh, my God. We're looking into. We'll let the team know. We're investigating. This. Are you doing anything? Though? That's the thing. We'll let the team know that players would like to see Valor win streak and other favorites. That's a link, by the way. That's that tracker back. Another Reddit link. The overwhelming majority of players around 90% or under 980 right now. Twitter. Okay gambit crashes being investigated twitter that was funny actually have you guys experienced that where if somebody levels up in a gambit match you lose three people
1: i have not although it was my plan with my limited play to jump into gambit and use that as sort of my way to to level up until i heard day one that just don't even bother going into gambit because it's nothing but a crash fest so i haven't even haven't even spoken to the drifter this season
2: We'll let the team know that some players would like Orpheus Riggs changes reversed. If you're talking about the fact that you can only receive a maximum of 50% of your super back, yeah. Stop nerfing my damn exotic, Bungie. Nerf some Titan exotics for a change, besides the one eyed mask. They did. Actually, you know what? Nerf the one eyed mask again. I don't care. Just take it out of the game. Is it a threat? Not really. Do I like it? I don't. Can I get rid of it? I can. not Can you get rid of it? Yes, you can. Please do. Thank you. Moving on. On the Eververse Titan armor. I'm sorry. No, hold on. Hold on. There's another part to that. Orpheus Riggs was brought down to be in line with other super region exotics. I'll let the team know that you feel this nerf was unnecessary. And we'd like to see it brought back up. See, look at that. Somebody else is saying the things that I would say. Whoever you are, you're beautiful and brave. I love you.
0: It's probably you on the forum's post anyway.
2: No, I wouldn't give the time to even talk to them. On the Eververse Titan armor. Yeah, you're on the podcast <clears throat> talking to them. I'm on a podcast talking to my beautiful and brave minions. If Bungie happens to hear, that's great.
1: And he's but one short click away from from finding out who has asked for this information. But, good listeners, you will never know.
2: No. No, we're not. Actually, does it, does it even say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right there. Va vive la lune. You're gorgeous. Your name is gorgeous. So, it's
1: Luna on the on the you know, forms asking on your behalf, or that's your alternate ego, one or the other.
2: No, it's actually neither because Luna would actually put Luna that just says moon life. So no. On the eververse Titan armor, we'll let the dev team know that you don't find this Titan armor appealing. <laughs> that's the exact opposite that I've heard. The Titan main that I was playing with last night says he actually really likes the new Titan uh uh not not the use your big boy words i'm trying to think of what they're called dude it's like early af where i'm at and will you change the way the armor looks without changing the armor ornament <clears throat> the new ornament i don't know if this is referring to the actual armor this season or the ornament if it's the actual armor bungee they're all ugly if it's talking about the armor ornament that we have from Eververse, I hear a lot of Titans saying that they actually like it. So I don't know which one this says. Anyway, we'll let the team know that you don't find this Titan armor appealing. I've seen a lot of feedback that players like the other two classes and sets. Some Titans would like to see something that looks like the Hunter sets on Titans. <laughs> yeah, you would, but you can't because you're a Titan. Crown-eating Titan. You want to look like a hunter? Be a hunter. If you have any additional thoughts, please feel free to share. Thanks, forums link. DMG. They're tracking and investigating, congratulations, a few different crashes and performance issues. Reddit link. Once they have a fix planned, they will let you know. Another Reddit link. That is a
0: completely useless Reddit link. Hunter. Oh,
2: on Garden of Salvation Sealed, no longer requiring Flawless. Adding some additional info, speaking with the team, the plan was for the shader to be the Flawless Reward, while the title itself was for folks who completed all of the other associated requirements, badge, triumphs, etc., lengthy time investment on the current raid, which itself is difficult to the majority of players. While more people will have access to the title, it will still be one of the more exclusive in the title roster the bug flawless shader being required for a seal was tracked and fixed over the last few months but wasn't on our radar to communicate further the bug was accidentally removed from our back end patch notes during a page when alternate bugs were added Perfect storm for this to feel like a stealth change but that was not our intention. We kicked off an internal conversation, because those are always good, about the patch note issue to help avoid that happening again in the future. In other words, somebody got... We're also talking about the team, talking with the team, not about the team, probably about the team, but mostly with the team, about seals and titles and what the current goals are behind them. Don't have a specific timeline for those comms, but we would love to hear them in a the future. Twop, no Reddit link. Thanks for the feedback so far. Keep it coming. There's the Reddit link. They're going through feedback regarding Eververse with the team. Reddit link. The short of it. A few bones needed to break on emblems in order to reset them for a brighter future. Some trackers couldn't start at the beginning of your journey, but we'll be tracking you from now on. Let Dylan know how you're engaging with the bunker system here. By the way, your stat that you're looking for, guess what? You get to restart it, demon. Yay! So now you got to go under light and kill a whole bunch of people with Iron Banner again. Congratulations. Let Dylan know about what you think about the current state of power fantasy in D2 here and that's
0: it okay and we will put the destiny Roundup in the show notes so that if anybody wants to go and click on those links they are welcome to
1: and then you've got a couple of uh tips tricks builds and guides for us just just a few and they all they aren't all about trials but they might
0: mostly be about trials well no i mean we've gone over the the trials ones earlier but they will be in the show notes if anybody's interested in looking at their team mentality and and tips to help them go flawless
2: i guess i have to go back and read those since i was not a key for those speaking of trials yes is anybody else irritated by all the streamers that are like easy flawless trials run easy trials run trials run made easy this and the other no trials run is never going to be easy your skill gap and your team make it easy trials is not easy you know they're advertising their youtube channels like like they've just shown you the easy way to get a full card in trials it's like hey guys come watch me look if you do this too you can get a full free trials card yay and that to me is irritating you know not because i think i don't have that skill level right that that's not it right at all this time okay i'm specifying but it just it, – it, to me, it seems like very false advertising, very clickbaity, and it's starting to make me actually angry every time I look at my feed and I see easy trials run, new trials this, new trials – it's just like, no, no, it's not easy. And you no. – saying that it's easy is drawing in people that are are desperate – you get any kind of trials weapon. Now if you want to say something like trials carries, look at this carry, come join my stream and we'll you'll get a carry, something like that. I could see that, but you advertising as it's an easy trials run, giving people hope that you've discovered something to make it easy like a glitch or a build or whatever, I think it's kind of scumbaggy and I think you should stop it.
0: Okay, there's response feedback. But I think the the point is that they they're making the videos to show you that if you have a certain loadout or if you play a certain way it will make things easy for you but i think what they lose in their communication to people is that a lot of people like us can't just pick up that build that loadout and wreck in trials it's going to take a lot of time to go in and practice in pvp to actually get good with those weapons and get good uh skills with playing as that kind of subclass i mean you may have half the skills now but but just adding like the weapons or the the way that that subclass works to the gameplay that you normally do it's like you've got to unlearn one thing to learn another thing so sometimes it's going to be hard but it's like we said um to a couple of people is that it just takes time and practice and you're not going to be guaranteed flawless every time or even once but you're going to give it your best shot like we did. And just keep playing and just keep practicing. But, and but it even helps that is only you,
2: part of it. You know, you can practice. It helps if you get a good
0: team though together yeah. as well. A couple of people that you can play with.
2: You know, because after we did trials, can... I went in PVP and I got a thirty-four KD. Right, not KD. I got thirty-four kills and I only died like four or five times. Right. So that was in PVP. Did those kills transfer yeah. over to trials? Hell no, they didn't. Because that team works well together. They communicate well with each other, and they know how to collapse on a team, right? That's what I'm saying. That you can't really learn in PvP. Those are skills you learn with working with a team you can trust.
0: Well, it is it is a skill that you can learn in PvP, and you've got, you just play with the same team. So like this week, if we were really super serious about going flawless, we would meet up and we'd play elimination for the rest of the week we wouldn't do any of our powerful stuff we just keep practicing over and over and over again because those teams that do play together or the those people that can just kind of pick another player and or a couple of players and go flawless have got that built-in mentality it's not like we can all do it so that i think that's the thing to kind of take away from their videos is watch their videos and just learn what they they're doing and what they're actually saying about how they're playing like the um the Brave X Hero videos, you know, your mentality of how you're going to go flawless, your communication that you've got to improve that, you know, working as a team. It, it's little things like that. But when it does work, it works. And we found that when we played that when we were working as a team. And the the little communication that we had, we, we kind of worked well and collapsed on on the team when we got a pick or if, you know, one of us went down. By
2: the way, an internal conversation me and Night Demon had is I was talking about how our communication needs to improve. And uh, one of you chimed in. I can't remember because it was late when I read it. But you're like, yeah, our communication was perfect. When we died, we said we died. It's like, that's." <laughs>
0: And We need addressing.
2: Yeah, that's not the, communication. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's not the <laughs> communication I'm talking about. No. Yeah. So, so okay. you're implying that over here, over here, or go get him. He's over there. Are not beautiful. Call I did outs. not say. <laughs> I, mean, I did not
2: say that those were beautiful call
1: outs. And I'm sure I not all three say of say 1. guilty 1 like, of the same. He's over thing, there. Right. Or come get me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm absolutely guilty of the same thing, and I never said you guys need to work on your communication. I said our problem <laughs> our included is the communication, right? No, I'm we, fully aware we, we, we of can that work we on that suck when it comes to talking to each other because all of us, well, not all of us, parody is just kind of like hey, I'm a bullet sponge, but me and Demon are hey, used to just going in and being quote unquote hero, right? So, run in, kill the thing. You
0: can't have two heroes on the same team. Exactly. Because we just run in and
2: kill <laughs> I'm like, hey, stick together, demon. Where's demon? I don't know. Damn it.
0: <laughs> Over <Somewhere laughs> there, he's dead. Damn it.
1: Speaking of which, we did figure out that the the solution to that problem. Telesto, my friend. We should have loaded him up with Telesto, yes. then sent him in the battle. Sorry, so, at we least we should have
2: loaded him, him in a Telesto? What?
0: Yeah. No, <laughs>
2: Shoot me with Telesto. Yeah, load him up with Telesto Let shots, me run in. send him
0: in. And... <laughs> telesto. And we'll be all set. Well, we've still got time to do that, guys. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so if you missed any of the guides, they are further back in our trials section that we did a little bit of talking about earlier. So moving on to some of the other new things that have come into the game, you've got leveling and new game mechanics. And to help you out with those, Fallout Plays has got a power leveling guide to get you from 950 up to 1000. Now, I play for a few hours each day. For over three days, and I did the trick of leveling up my hunter mm-hmm. with powerful rewards. Then moving on to my warlock, then moving on to my titan. I didn't necessarily do the pinnacle rewards because the the nightmare hunts. Oh my god, you have to be over a thousand to do the the nightmare hunts master. Uh, the nightfall ones is a little bit too hard to do at the moment, and I mean I could have raided and I could have done the dungeon but I didn't, I kind of left those. So there are other things that you can do to, you know, there are a lot of people that hit the thousand mark on the week one uh, for trials, but fallout plays has a kind of breakdown of what you can do to kind of level up efficiently. And I I wasn't aware of it, but the the first step is really go into comp because apparently comp gives you quite a lot of uh, high power drops. You know, some of them aren't powerful, uh, you get a powerful one for doing four in that rotator list, but you'll get weapons and armor dropping maybe one light higher that will help creep you up and get you to that point of the, uh, the soft cap of 960 for then be able to go off and then do... The Zavala bounties, the, the Gunsmith bounties, your shacks bounties. So you, you turn those in, they'll give you a powerful reward. Then you've got things that you can leave till last, which are like the Gambit one. It gives you a, a Tier 2 reward. So it'll step you up, I think, plus 3 light rather and than don't, the normal ones at plus 1. don't forget
2: the, the seasonal Rewards one. either, right? Because yeah. Season Reward will drop at your your average light level, right? So if you're getting powerful armor pieces, but you just can't get that leg piece, well, guess what? Look in your, look in, not your collections, your, 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 uh, seasonal rewards and you'll have a leg piece that's higher, most likely than the current leg piece. And you can just put that bad boy on, increase your overall light level. And then,
0: yeah, you know,
2: Keep trucking.
0: And I think, I believe the clan one is a tier two as well. It is. And little, little things like going back and looking on your old season passes. So if you left some of the armor, some of the engrams on your old season pass, they will actually drop at a light level that is respectable. So before I even picked up my Titan, I'd gone around and looked at my old season pass and picked up the armor pieces that I left on that one. They were, you know, low in stats, but they were high light when I brought them across, so they brought my character up. And before I even started playing, I think I was at nine eighty eight on my Titan from just picking up armor pieces and transferring the weapons that I'd already collected across. And then, you know, by the end of by the time we got to trials, I think I was nine thirty nine ninety three. So then, with the artifact light, which I managed to get to ten, and that was again just everything that I did. I picked up bounties as I went along the way. That helped level up my season pass. Um, so that helped as well. But Fallout Place, as I said, has got a powerful leveling guide that will break it all down for you what to do and what's best. Uh, Cheese Forever uh, reminds you that is there a free, powerful reward that you can get from Bungie? And he goes over the details in his video. He also has a video on how to get the new exotics on day one. So if you are really craving that exotic for your warlock or your time, because let's face it, you, can't get the Hunter one. Or well, you can get the Hunter one. It does drop, but you can't equip it. Um, Cheese has got a video on that. Uh, now, I think this is Stallone's. Uh Cheese Forever pointed me in this direction. I think it was a post that he put on YouTube. So go and check this guy out. He's got the perfect way of how to upgrade your bunker and the most efficient way and, uh, you know, upgrade it smartly. And this guy broke it down of, you have to get this one, this one, this one, then you can go this one, this one, this one, and it reduced the cost of this, this, and this. It was really fantastic. I mean, my bunkers nearly leveled up and I've only played for three days. So it it was really good. His video, so that's linked in the show notes. But then if Bontis takes it a step further with his Serif bunkers explained and goes over each node and explains to you what each one does and what uh, each step of each tier does and what you can get from... Each bunker so that's worth a watch as well along with the stallons one fallout plays if you are struggling with the serif towers has a blueberry certified video on how to complete <laughs> these towers very easily so if you are struggling like i was at the start i was like what do i do here this I'm, I'm throwing things at this but nothing's happening fallout has a brilliant video for you that breaks it all down for you to watch and then Erol has a season of worthy mods explained. So these are the new mods that you can get on this season and put it on your armor, where you can get different orbs to drop. I think they're war bombs or something. And if you shoot them with a serif weapon, they explode and do extra damage, things like that. But Erol goes through all these mods and explains what they can do.
2: Yeah. Once again, back to the armor system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: no. Weapons and armor. As we're getting into new season, we've got some weapons that are being reviewed and armor that's coming into the forefront. Not many builds as yet. There are a few that are coming through that I'm kind of saving for the next couple of weeks. But if you want builds, <laughs> there are some really good ones. Up, like, like I said, nah, for Brave X Hero.
2: It. Tell us, you son of a... What?
0: Brave X Hero's got a couple of good builds, as I said, in his videos for fl- trials. Mm-hmm. So, weapons and armor. As cross has got the last word cracked. Now, in this video, he explains how to use the last word and we all knew that it was being changed from like that's it aim down sight (laughs) yes controller.
2: (laughs) and don't say that but he explains
0: yeah he explains the reasons why and goes over damage numbers and things like that he also has a review on the scholar so this is the reward that you can get from the lighthouse so is it worth your time he has a review of that You say this. He says that too. He
2: says it's not a bad scout rifle, but in this meta with so many other weapons that'll compete against it. Don't
0: spoil. Yes, but they may buff scout rifles even further
2: for a future scout rifle buff. Yeah, get it. Whatever for a
0: future scout rifle buff, it may help. Yeah. Patrick Casey is back from Bungie, so he's um completed his time as a games tester, and he's back on DCP podcast. If anybody's listening to them, and he's now doing what he did before weapon reviews and he does a really good one on tommy's matchbook the exotic machine gun or auto rifle that we got from the season pass and explains how to use it and what it's good for and i didn't realize and i think this has been pointed out by a lot of videos and other podcasts that you know it does the burn damage on you it won't actually kill you yeah we knew that so it will it will take you down to the red part of your your shield and just won't go any further and i believe that there was a hunter build that we featured and i can't remember which one it is i will go back and look that when, when you, you get down health, to
2: yeah i've been running
0: when you stay at low yeah. when you stay at low health with that weapon does it help uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe pairing that up may maybe a good it thing
2: does. you need you need um you need the mod that gives you extra uh charged with light charges and then there's another mod that whenever that was you it. break your shield you get hella resistance and then there's another mod i have to look at my i have to look at my hunter because that, that was it yeah i knew
0: there was something yeah. and i was thinking that would be you, really you just, a really good weapon to pair with it
2: the only the only downside about that is you can't just go ham with with the gun right you have to have like a rocket launcher or something else you have to have a way to get that charged with light and that okay. the way that I use it is because I have Mountaintop, right? Not flexing, just saying I have Mountaintop, which is a, a really easy multi kill weapon. So I put on the uh, the mod that when you get multi kills with a grenade launcher, you get charges of light. So Mountaintop, 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 charged with light. Tommy's matchbook, go until I empty one or two magazines, and then all the light is gone. So
0: so if I don't have a Mountaintop, what do I use?
2: Uh, I don't know the other mods. <laughs> That's what I use. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I use. You could use another grenade launcher, right? Uh, in the in the kinetic slot, which I think there's a couple of them. They're not really good, but you could use another grenade launcher. You could also use a heavy grenade launcher that still counts. And uh, I don't know what other mods you can use to get charged with light. You can use finishers to get charged with light too. By the way, you can use that yeah. one.
0: Yes, you can. So,
2: yeah. Okay. Dealer's choice.
0: Cool guy has the Felwinter's Helm review for the Warlocks. Now, this is the one where if you get a melee, it causes like an AoE damage explosion around them. And how this really could work in PvP. And it looks quite good. It's one of the ones I'm going to use my exotic engram on my Season Pass in the next couple of days and get this for my Warlock. So that's something to look forward to. Go and watch it. It's a really good video. Fallout Plays has a video on the new shotgun info. And we all know how Fallout loves a shotgun video and how he likes to do a deep dive. So I won't spoil anything. Go and watch it. Good fun. Then finally, fun things to do. A lot of our our good friends, Froggy and Squirrel, have all been doing these really cool and funny things. Especially Froggy. He has an out-of-bounds Serif Bunker EDZ, Serif Bunker I.O., And Moon for you to go and explore if you want to go and have a look at what to expect when they turn up. Uh, The EDZ one, you kind of know because you've already been there. But it's quite interesting, the out of bounds. And then Glitch Tutorials has an out of map glitch for Cauldron, the PvP map. So if you want to have a look at that, that's his. And then I mentioned it earlier. uh, Bacon Gangster has a Thundercrash buff to Superman levels video of how he's flying around in PvP, destroying everybody.
2: Oh, my God in that same video sorry no in that same video i was talking about about him carrying ass the titan on their team when he activates his superman titan like he makes like two 90 degree turns in flight i'm like what is this insanity yo mm-hmm. huh i know yeah i was it, like, it looks phenomenal and he's even it, like it oh does. i've lost him oh there he is and i was like what this just has enough time to fly around, lose his target, find his target, turn ninety degrees, and hit the target. That's, that's insane, dude. I mean, I'm not happy because it's a Titan, but it looked cool. I will 100% give him credit for that. That was awesome. I just don't want it used against me. So if you see no one responds in real life, please, for the love of God, don't hit me with that. Hit parody. Hit uh, hit 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 Night Demon. Just just don't hit me.
0: Fairly. Um what are the details that people need to send in for any clan submissions for recruitment? Because we haven't had any this week, so I'm just going to include the last two that sent information to us into our patch notes. So that was the Xbox was Saturday Morning Cartoon Kids <laughs> and the PS4 was the Ancient Magus Guardians. Ancient Magus Guardians. And that was Not Off and Musical Plant. Ah yeah, musical so, yeah sorry, cool Fairly.
1: we with us this weekend, so thank you again. So yeah, if you have a clan and you're looking Here's for people <laughs> and you find people, you know, want other folks to come play with you, you know, send us an email, hit us up on Twitter. We'll tell you at the end of the show. And we told you at the top of the show how to find us. But basically tell us, you know, what platform or platform you play on, what time zone zones you're in, what content you're looking to do. You know, basically tell us what kind of people are you looking for, for your plan or for your clan? Are you, you know, super sweaty trials carriers? Are you raiders? Are you just looking to hang out? Are you just two guys looking for love? You know, want to find more people? Let us know, you know, hit us up on the show. We will try to get out to people and hopefully they will come join you. And then you can have a thriving clan that you can wake up in the morning. And go oh, look, people have done work for me and now I have engrams waiting for me at the bird. So make Hawthorne happy, make yourself happy, get your engrams and get more people in your clan. Let us know where we can point you people to. Cause you know, everyone needs some love. Everyone needs some friends.
2: I do. i miss- speaking
0: of love. Speaking of love. We, we, we need love we need some feedback we need feedback good or bad don't just keep sending it to respawn because <laughs> respawn just seems to filter it through to whatever he wants to hear so send send it to the email address so that parody and i can pick it up or, or tweet us so you know we take any feedback good or bad
2: i didn't filter it through i i told you exactly what they told me and that is it okay i, didn't, and you I didn't
1: usually
0: remember who it. tells you too which is also useful
2: no, I don't want to put anybody on blast.
0: But but speaking, speaking of feedback, not off, we will get Respond to respond to your email, but not on this podcast, because he seems really tired. And I, I want to get him at his best. And today doesn't sound like he's at his best. So when he's awake and we do this next week, we'll tackle him with your response to your email next week. Tackle? Yes, uh, uh, not Arthur has, has sent a reply to you about something that you said, and he'd like to maybe get a response from you on it.
2: I would love, a response. but
0: we, we'll tackle that when you're you're, you're a bit more awake.
2: <laughs> so I don't even get to see it right now. I have to wait.
0: No, 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 no. It's a nice surprise. Yeah, yeah. It's a surprise for you. This is going to be a surprise for the listeners.
1: It's what we like to call a teaser. So you know, tune in next week to listen to respond, get angry about something because wait, that's not a teaser that happens every week. Damn.
0: <laughs> Except this week, oh, actually, no, you did. yeah.
1: <laughs> like I said, this is a, it's not really a teaser. So much of it's going to come true, but yeah. No. Yes. Yeah,
0: sorry, it's a short podcast this week. It just, you know, we've been enjoying the game, enjoying playing, and I get, you know, I bet you guys have all been enjoying playing as well. So we'll leave it for this week. Um, maybe it'll be a bit longer next week because Respawn will have more time to play, more time to digest what he's played, and then come back and rant about things
2: rant. yay actually speaking of not rant sorry uh earlier you were saying something and i didn't want to interrupt you because that's completely out of my character i just didn't feel like doing it um
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but no you were talking about the sarah bunkers and this and that and me and a couple of our clan mates on pc went and did the legendary uh Lossica. thank you yes and um I hadn't done it yet. I've got my bunker almost completely upgraded. I'm just missing three things left to upgrade, and then my bunker's done. But I have all the the javelins. I have all the robots. I have all the upgrades for those and all that other stuff. And we go into this thing for the first time, and I see the little platform. I'm like, huh, what does this thing do? And I click on it, and it summons the robot, and it clears that whole section. And (laughs) he's like, what the hell was that? I was like, oh, it's my robot. He's like, dude that thing was awesome i'm like i know right <laughs> so those make everything so much better if you don't have them get them especially if you're going to be tackling
0: you say that though yeah, yeah I, I tackled the bunker by myself you know you have to, you have to clear out that bunker every day i went no, down no, no, i cleared no, everything
2: the, the legendary law sector not the bunker yeah no
0: no i'm talking about the the bunker oh, okay. i went down i was clearing the bunker and I got one of the barrier champions down; just killed him straight out. But the other one just—he was that captain that just kept flicking around. And every time I was doing damage, he was moving. And it was really frustrating me. So I summoned my robot, and I thought, "Just deal with it. Just deal with it." And I'm just going to stand back and watch. The robot couldn't even catch him. It, it took <laughs> me and the robot a good five minutes trying to pin this guy down. I was shooting him with the weapons, with the the barrier Surprise, stuff on it. The robot lasted it, it,
2: five minutes, honestly.
0: Uh, no, no, I just had to I had to keep disappearing and waiting until the timer ran out. Then uh,
2: <laughs> getting
0: him to come back uh, is like, oh. So, yes, sorry. So, yes, parody. Take us away.
2: You know, if you used a hunter and you had a tether, it would make real short work of that guy. Just saying.
1: Or Telesto, because Telesto fixes everything.
2: <laughs>
1: Damn it, I forgot. Thank you for joining us this week. Your Titans have been parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one response in real life. Yep. Give us your feedback, give us your clan information, and really just send us things you want to tell us at two Titans and a Hunter at Hotmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at two Titans underscore Hunter. You can find the show on Instagram at Two Titans and a Hunter all spelled out and on Facebook at the same thing. You can look at the frozen clan, join the frozen clan page at join.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero, though we're getting pretty full again. So again, yeah. if you've got a clan you're trying to get people into, let us know about it. You can find all your favorite guardians on Xbox Live and respawn on PC and PS4. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Everywhere fine Podcast can be downloaded. Leave us a review, tell people about the show, and uh, again, thanks for hanging out, thanks for listening, and uh, I leave you guys with any any deep thoughts you have. Respawn and Night Demon you wanna share with the good listeners.
2: Um yeah, if you wanna play with me on PS4, you actually have to reach out to me and let me know you wanna play. Because I if I'm Never gonna choose to a platform, that that's probably a fair point. But if I'm going to choose a platform it's going to be Xbox or PC. So if you specifically want me to come join PlayStation, you got to let me know. Otherwise, I don't usually go there.
1: There we go.